welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where each and every day I bring on new business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at AskAdamTorres. Keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, MoneyMattersTopTips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Jeff Lerner on the line, and he's the VP of Marketing over at Flockbrate. Jeff, welcome to the show. Thank you, Adam. Great to be here. So I'm excited to get more into what you're doing over at Flock Freight. Um, but before we do that, let's get a little bit further in your background. So how did you get started uh, in business and in your career? It's a great question. You know, I, I started, you know, I went to school for uh, marketing and, and always had a sense of wanting to be in the space that allowed me to take brands, take products, uh, you know, all these different things and really get them you know, to people who either don't know they exist or are unsure of, of why they would want them. Uh, I always enjoyed kind of like that psychology part of it, of convincing someone that they need that product, uh, even when they don't know yet. And so my career kind of took a very interesting first step where I was working for a small startup uh, in New York City, which is, you know, kind of where I'm from. And this small startup, you know, had this whole big dream of being the next Google. Uh, which was really interesting, of course, overly ambitious, uh, given what they were trying to do in the digital marketing space. Um, and I was there for only a few months, you know, having some success as kind of like an inside sales rep uh, when the company decided that it just wasn't, you know, kind of on that path to continue. Um, so I thought, what would a logical next step be? And I thought, you know, why don't I apply to actually work at Google? Um, and I know Google at that time had just really opened a New York office and were looking to expand. And so, you know, I went and applied for a job at Google, went through you know, the most rigorous interview process you can imagine uh, that spanned, you know, a couple of different weeks with lots of different interviews ranging from, you know, on your feet thinking to, you know, kind of doing, you know, mock pitches and was fortunate enough to get a job as one of the first, you know, couple hundred employees at Google in New York City. Uh, I spent, you know, a better part of, of seven plus years there, loving every minute of it. I mean, of course, the the perks and the benefits, you know, are, are legendary. But it, at one point, I realized that, you know, in order for me to really round out my career and to really understand all that's out there, um, I needed to take another leap. Um, and it meant doing what nobody really wanted to do, which was leave Google and, and, you know, gain experience working for agencies, gain experience working for uh, you know, large corporate entities to really develop and hone my skills as a business leader. And, and so that's what I've done. And over my career since then, I've, you know, worked at companies like Cricket Wireless when we were getting acquired by, F, uh, by uh, AT&T, worked for Pro Flowers while we're going through the acquisition by FTD, uh, and now find myself at, at Flock Faith, which is a, you know, kind of a technology startup uh, based out of uh, Solana Beach, California. Wow, so I love your story, and one of the things I like about it most is you have a lot of transitions from these from company to company, but in a in a, in a really you you kind of um, increased your capacity in the workforce, and it looks like you built on your skill set along the way. So meaning all the way up to now being um, PM marketing. So you you've come a long way from your first uh, job over at Google and transitioned through your career. And you know, there's some younger listeners listening that are maybe uh, where Jeff was when you were just getting started. 
started and thinking about that first transition, um, what kind of advice would you give to the new college grad or that person that's only been in the workforce maybe a couple of years now and they're thinking about, you know, what's next for them? You know, it, it, the one thing I wish someone told me earlier in my career, and it took me a while to learn, was that it's never too early to start planning and thinking about what you want to do down the road. And sometimes that means making difficult decisions that a lot of people may not agree with. And for me, it was that decision to leave Google. You know, being there for seven plus years, it was a comfortable place. I loved everything about it. Great friends. You know, everything about working at Google, I mean, it, it's legendary. It really is in, in terms of what that company is all about. But I knew that my career would never have the path that I wanted it to have by staying there. And that's not, you know, a, a bad thing. I still have a lot of friends who, who work there, and, and their careers are doing just fine. Um, but for me, it was it was willing being willing to take that little bit of a risk and say, while this job is great, it may not fulfill me forever, and so I'm going to take that risk, and I'm going to look for something else to gain more experience or to gain a skill that I just may not have had in my career at Google. That's awesome. Um, let's switch it up a bit, Jeff. I want to get into what you're doing as VP of Marketing over at Flock Freight. So first, uh, tell me a little bit more about the company, please. Yeah, so Flock Freight is a technology company that's really looking to reinvent and change the way freight moves across the country. Um, as you might imagine, freight moves almost in the same way of, you know, if you ship a package, you know, from New York to California, that package is going to stop at multiple distribution centers along the way. It gets loaded and unloaded off of the back of the truck until it finally reaches its destination. And freight kind of moves the same way. Um, whether you have, you know, one or two pallets of goods or you have, you know, eight or ten pallets of goods, they're often loaded and unloaded on trucks, uh, you know, throughout the country until they reach their destination, which if you have fragile goods or, you know, expensive, valuable goods, um, there's a greater likelihood of them breaking, getting damaged, getting lost along the way as they get loaded and unloaded multiple times. At Flock Freight, we're using technology and algorithms to essentially pool freight together. We know that if there's a, you know, a couple of pallets in San Diego and a few more up in, you know, Orange County and then some in Vegas and, and they're all kind of heading over to the East Coast, you know, we have technology in place that says if we can pick up these three different shipments from these three different shippers, we can deliver them all on the same truck from start to finish. So, it's essentially saying your your freight will stay on the truck. It never leaves, doesn't go on and off at all these different hubs, and your freight arrives on time, undamaged, never having been touched. And by doing it the way we are is the price difference between what you're used to paying to ship your three or four pallets versus what you would pay for to move your freight with flock freight is a very minimal difference because we're sharing the cost of that full truck with all of the other shipments that are going along with it. So the freight industry is kind of ripe for disruption, and, and that's what we're looking to do, and that's what we've been successful at doing. 
Man, that's music my ears. And for the listeners, they're probably they're probably listening to this and they're like, "What? Adam Adam's gonna go off on his logistics tangent again?" I just love it. <laughs> I love the uh, I love what's happening in the industry with with trucking, with freight, with uh, with shipping, with um, the introduction of AI and what that's like for efficiency because it's just a highly inefficient. Just based off of you know, it's just ready for an update is what it comes down to. And now now with technology really hitting that entire logistics supply chain. Um, everything from filling orders all the way down to um, exactly what you're doing over at Flock, right? Making sure there's, and also just making sure there's less trucks that are empty, right? I mean, so when we think about efficiency, when we think about the environment, we think about uh, all of the things that go in that supply chain to make um, what, what we're all experiencing now with uh, pushing a button online and everything just magically showing up at our door. Uh, <laughs> it's just making business and commerce possible. I love it. Um, so, Jeff, you have a vantage point of what you're doing and working with a company like Flock Freight. Um, any kind of trends that you care to uh, comment on that you're noticing in the overall shipping industry in general? You know, this industry has really been all about technology over the last few years. I mean, especially when you have companies like Uber getting into the freight business. Um, you, you know, and so what's interesting is every technology company out there is looking for ways to make freight, like you said, more accessible, easier to book and to manage and to track. Um, and that's a great thing for freight across the board. You know, we want to be able to have technology help us with supply chain to make things easier and faster. I mean, go back to the days before, you know, UPS had, you know, online tracking for a package, mm -hmm. you didn't know where your package was. And so technology is, you know, simple things at times go a really long way in, into kind of, you know, elevating what an industry is focused on. And, and that is true in the freight space. And there's both, you know, the technology for those who are buying freight and, you know, doing shipment. There's also the technology for the carriers themselves. And there's all these new mandates and requirements for the carriers to have technology, you know, within their trucks so that they can be tracked, so that there's, you know, location to better understand how the actual supply chain is moving across the country. And while it's still early on and there are a lot of, you know, you know, hiccups and, you know, some issues along the way, all this really bodes well for this industry that technology is going to be at the forefront of how freight is going to move, which in my opinion, only means it can get better. That's awesome. And so, Jeff, you do realize some of the listeners right now are probably thinking, uh, wow, UPS didn't used to have a tracking? Then how do people know where their package was? Yes, for all the kids listening, UPS, that new, even though some of you have never lived in a world without it. So so people like Jeff and I are going to keep on working to make sure that the experience even becomes even more seamless. <laughs> oh, I love and, it, you Jeff. Know, it's, it's one of the things we talk about here a lot is also just that personal side of things. And with what we're mm -hmm. doing in freight, you know, go back to the days when, and I, you know, again, depending on your listeners, they may not remember this all too well, <laughs> but when, if you wanted to get from San Diego where I live now to New York, where I'm from, you had to take three different flights and you probably had multiple, you know, layovers in different places before you got there. And, that's, you know, far from an ideal experience, but that's just the way it was because there wasn't direct flights across the country, certainly not with the ease and frequency that they have them now. 
And if you can imagine today's world, would you, as a just a, a, a person in this country, would you be willing to pay, you know, 5% more to fly direct from New York to San Diego rather than having three stops on the way? Of course you would because you're going to get there with a better state of mind. You're going to get there feeling rested and relaxed. You're not jumping on and off planes. You're not running down the airport trying to find the next gate. And that's how we envision freight. And that's what we're thinking about. It's what makes the most sense to bring a little bit of simplicity and ease into delivering freight across the country. That's awesome. So, Jeff, if somebody's listening to this and they want more information on Flock Freight or to follow up, what's the best way for them to get that info? Yeah, they can certainly visit flockfreight.com. We're also on Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, all the usual suspects. You can find us there. Perfect. Um, well, hey, Jeff, really appreciate you coming on the show today and sharing more about your background and all the great work you're doing over at Flock Freight to uh, make commerce uh, move smoother. And to the audience, as always, thank you for tuning in. Hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Leave me a review on the Apple iTunes store. Uh, share this with your friends and family. I mean, do all those great things we do to support our podcasters. I really do appreciate it. It means a lot to me. And, uh, Jeff, thanks again for coming on the show. Thank you.